Welcome to the Her Inspired Journey podcast, a show all for women about living your best life and fulfilling your passions from the backcountry to the table. No matter where you are, what hurdles you faced, or where you want to go next, we're right here on this journey with you. It's time to take charge, pave your way, and create success. All right. Well, here we go. We are rolling out another episode of the Her Inspired Journey podcast, episode number 39. And today we are talking all about how to make meal prep easier. There are many things that have to be done on a daily basis. It really just adds to the overwhelm of all that life can bring. And eating is one of them. It's not one of those things that you can just skip over or put off when things get busy not long-term anyways. I know people do get busy and they tend to forget meals and then bad things happen. So when I took a look at all the things that need to be done in a day, I'm always looking at the ways to be most efficient and doing them without compromising our health, enjoyment, and our overall fulfillment. So today I just really wanted to break down how you can do meal prep, how you should be doing it, and ways that can save you time ultimately And most importantly, they can help you stay on track with your health and fitness goals. Again, not compromising health when things get busy and you can't make the right decisions in a fast paced environment. So in this episode, I want to give you some solid tips and shortcuts to keeping the good food in the house, on the table, and in line with your overall goals. But before we begin, I want to talk a little bit about the Women of WA Project. As you probably heard, I've spoke about this a lot of times already, both on the podcast and on social, and of course, you hear me touch on it here. But I want to tell you bit more about what it is and most importantly how it can help you. The Women of WA Project was created as a team effort on behalf of wilderness athlete and myself. With their extensive background in quality supplementation and my role as a fitness trainer, we wanted to join together to bring a way of supporting you in all that you're doing. Health, fitness, you know, nutrition, supporting your goals, supporting your motivation, keeping you productive and all of those things. We have so many big roles to fill and lots of different things that can call our attention each day. So many of us are moms, partners, providers, sisters, business owners, caregivers, teachers. I mean, you name it, women are doing it. With so much going on, it can be really hard to get it all done and still make time for you, right? I'm I'm guessing you probably can totally resonate with that. That means there's a good chance that your health and fitness are sacrificed. Maybe it's a day, maybe it's a month, maybe it's been years of putting yourself on the back burner. So I'm here to tell you it's time to refill your cup and regain your identity as a woman. The demands in your life are high and don't show signs of slowing down. I know that firsthand. Every time I turn around, it seems like instead of things slowing down, getting a little bit easier, Anytime I get one thing done, there's always something that comes next. So that's the very reason that this project, the Women of WA, was created in the first place. After listening to your guys' needs, your stresses, your goals, and your life, our mission is to bring you weekly content that will help you live a better life, regain your confidence, find sustainable ways to live healthier, and ultimately, enjoy the journey. So every week we will pop into your inbox to bring you tips, hacks, insights, as well as workouts, ways to tone up, lose extra weight, 
whatever your goals are, we are going to touch on this in the Women of WA projects. We also talk about ways to boost your immune system and so much more. So I'm asking you right now to press pause on this episode and check out the show notes. I've added a link that says specifically Women of WA so you can easily click and subscribe. Every week, like I said, we'll send out an email to you in your inbox with only the things you need to smash goals and truly begin living your best life. No more tomorrow starts dates. No more waiting until next month or next Monday. It's time to make it happen. Go click on the Women of WA link in the show notes and take this journey with us. All right, are you ready to make your nutrition and meal planning one of the simplest parts of your life? I'm guessing you do because you're listening into the show. Let's jump in together and take away the easy foolproof hacks to make meal prep easier, efficient, and really be able to enable your life to not always be living by what's coming next, what do I need to make, how do I get good food on the table. Let's be really honest, meal prep is a very reliable way of simplifying the busy week, but following through with getting it done doesn't always happen. Even if you start the week off well, a lot of times if we are not intentional with what we're doing with our meals, if we're not grabbing them as we leave the house, and if we haven't carved out the time to make it happen, it's not going to be a follow through item for us. Because as we all know, we've got to eat, but carving out the time to make it happen, to plan ahead and to be prepared doesn't always happen. But let's stop just for a second. There's a good chance that a lot of the things I'm about to talk about in this episode are things you've already heard before. Maybe it's been on another podcast or on a health blog or from a coworker, training coach, hell, I don't even know. Maybe Dr. Oz has talked about it, but here's the thing. Even the best advice won't help you. It won't help you create better habits or simplify things in your life or help you get to your goals unless you actually do them. You have to implement the good things that you want in your life by following the steps and following through. And I know that that's a very hard thing for people to do because we all know what we should do for the most part. We all know how to have a healthier life, but it's in breaking old habits and implementing new healthy ones that are going to get us to that ultimate finish line. So here's the thing with any goal or dream or any area that you want to make changes and take action, hoping, wanting, researching, listening to advice, talking to friends, it's not going to help you unless you decide to put your best effort forward and take the advice and implement it. So this, I would hope, sounds like the most simple advice to you of all time, but you may be surprised at just how many people don't put action into their plan. Maybe you aren't surprised because you're guilty of it. Like myself, I've often been guilty of knowing better and not following through. So you often get bits of knowledge or advice or in all honesty, you know things would help, but the follow through is where you stop. Don't let this be another one of those listen, but don't apply areas. I really, really want you to find success and make this easier. So before you jump into the rest of the episode and you continue listening, I really want you to think about this one first step. To make this easier, to build the follow through, I want you to write it down. Now, you don't have to write it down as you're listening here, but I recently posted about this in my Her Inspired Fitness Facebook women's group page. 
those who write down their goals are 42% more likely to actually achieve that goal, right? That seems very easy to comprehend. Writing it down, you've got follow through, you're taking action, you're being aware and accountable. But so many people don't stop what they're doing to take the time to do it. Myself included, again, my hand is raised over here. I'm like that little emoji with the hand up in the air because it happens to all of us. And again, it goes back to this very fast paced life. We think, okay, sure, sure, yeah, I'll do it. Or I'm driving or I'm working out or I'm listening as I'm making dinner. And so prioritizing the time to have that notebook handy, to get the pen out and to write it down just doesn't seem like it's that valuable with our time. But if you're gonna spend your time thinking about something that you want, a goal, a new stepping stone, whatever, write it down. If it's important to you, write it out. Now, because I have to imagine so many of you are probably listening to this podcast on the road, commuting to work, working out, or multitasking somehow, I made this as easy as possible for you by creating two things, a weekly goal outline and a food planner. So you can find the links and download them for free by going either to the show notes or heading to herinspiredfitness.com forward slash blog. You'll just click on the meal prep rundown article. There you can find these two free worksheets. You can print them out, use them every week. And the cost now of success is just taking out a few minutes every week to write it down. Okay, now that you know the value of writing it down and making your goals real life, let's loop back into bulletproofing your meal planning. So for many of you, meal prep comes down to thinking ahead, deciding on your food for the week, and then carving out the time to get it done. Those are really the basic steps of meal prep. But like we just talked about, this plan slowly fades out over time and more than often than not, before we know it, we're back to old habits, grabbing unhealthy food on the go, or skipping meals altogether. So if you're like the rest of us and you come home at the end of the day hungry, nothing good ever happens. Failure is waiting right there to take your hand. Instead of failing to plan, let's take on these steps that I'm going to talk about right now and we'll plan to succeed together. Here are the easiest ways to bulletproof your meal plan and void these opportunities to fall back into unhealthy eating habits. So number one, the very first thing we're going to do is make a plan. So this food plan is going to be what ends up on your plate for the week. It can be talking about just the basics like, you know, protein-filled breakfast or easy-to-grab snacks and dinners that don't leave you wanting to eat the rest of the house down, but we need to write it down. Use the food planner that I mentioned earlier, and this will help you line it all out and really get a good look at what you're going to have. For those of you who may be very new to food prepping or haven't done much of it in way of being prepared for the week, you might want to take a look at your food storage containers before you shop. So really take inventory of what you have and what you'll be able to put it into because I know firsthand I have got a bunch of food prepping done or I've made a big meal or there was a ton of leftovers and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh crap, I don't really have anything big enough to store it in or I don't have enough small containers. So just make sure that you take a look at that and if you need to, pick some up. You know, you can grab Tupperware, whatever. I've also added a link to some really good and a very affordable options on Amazon. Again, that'll be in the show notes so you can ch- check that out. Um, herinspiredfitness.com forward slash blog. Um, if you're on a budget and you're trying to be as frugal as possible, you can hit the dollar store. 
Um, just be cautious with this, not reheating in plastic containers. I really try to use glass if I can. In fact, I've been known as being the glass jar hoarder in the house. And there's occasionally things that I buy specifically for the jar that it's in. So some people may need to only do food prep of certain parts of meals, like their main dishes at dinner. Others may need to pre-plan just meals when they're away from home, like lunch. Others might want to actually do pre-planning for every meal, including snacks. I can't personally tell you which one of these you need to focus on, but I can tell you it's worth being very honest with yourself about where you're struggling, especially for those who don't have a healthy relationship with food. This is super important to note here. If you have tendencies towards stress, stress or emotionally eating, again, hand raised over here, that is something that I struggle with, then probably doing all of your food prep, including those snacks and a including those easy grab and go items is going to be your best bet. Meal prep is key. So take a look at your life and get very honest with what you need and what your lifestyle is going to ask of you. I also have to mention that with most goals, you start out fresh, it's typically best to take bite sized pieces. Yes, pun was totally in intended there, even though it probably wasn't a very good one. But add in, you know, small bits and pieces as you go typically helps you be more successful with your goals. But I think for most people, going all in on meal prep is typically a good way to go. Because like I just mentioned, if you don't, the brushes that you have from deviating with your plan or skipping meals or making unhealthy choices, these will pull some very serious wind out of your sails and block you mentally and physically from seeing meal prep as important or successful. So psychologically, if we start to have these hiccups, then we really don't see the value in it and we don't see this as something that's sustainable for our lives. So make sure that it's something that both physically it's helping you, mentally it's helping you as far as your time and your control over what's on your plate. That's gonna be extremely important. Okay, number two. After you've made your plan and lined things out, it's time to schedule in the meal prepping time. So unless you're resorting to lots of prepackaged goods for your meals, which shouldn't be your first choice for obvious reasons, you'll need to plan a couple hours for meal prep. Some people might choose to do two smaller or three smaller sessions per week. Others might just need one. It really depends on your lifestyle and what works best for you. So take a look at your schedule and see what's best. Personally, I like one bulk batching session per week instead of smaller ones because I feel like it kind of disrupts the flow of my week. If I'm trying to do two or three smaller batching sessions, the one exception I will say to this, if you know, not everybody really likes leftover, some people want to have more fresh meals, or some people don't like the redundancy of eating, you know, the same thing for three days. Um, if that's the case, what you can do is in that time where you're planning out your meals, plan some of your dinners that you're going to make or the crock pot dinners that you make to be a little bit bigger than what you and your, yourself or you and your family will need. That way, that kind of serves as that mini meal prep session and you can use those leftovers from dinner to reuse for lunch the next day or possibly dinner. Some good things to do are doing like roasts or whole chickens because that will allow you to have leftovers a lot of times depending on your family 
Um, but then you can take that protein and you can make something different with it. So it kind of gives you some, you know, options to be flexible with what you're having to change up maybe the flavor or the theme of your food or throw the extra protein on a salad. So having that is kind of nice. And that would be a way I would suggest of doing that second or third meal prep during the week. But if you can schedule in a bulk time to do it. So if you heard me say hours to do meal prep, yes, it's going to take a while, which means you really need to be diligent and intentional with scheduling in the right time at the right, on the right days. So I have to admit, having chunks of like three hours sprinkled into the week for me isn't really likely. If I do take that, it's pulling from somewhere else. So I schedule it in. Typically for me, Sundays are my best day to do that. I have a little bit more free time, but again, schedule it in. Put it on your calendar, set a reminder, make sure that you don't overlook it or put it off. And it's really important here to be very clear. Meal prep takes a lot of time, especially when you do it on the fly. You know, if you're just making dinner, if you're just trying to throw together lunch, if you're trying to find something for breakfast in the morning, that takes a substantial amount of time out of your week when you total it up. So don't be super overwhelmed when we're talking about taking, you know, three hours or something on a Sunday to set aside to do it. Okay, number three, after you have a plan, make your list. So you've done step one, you've made the plan, you've done step two, you know when you're going to do it. Step three, you need to make the list. Getting to the grocery store without a list is like roulette. It is not going to serve you well. It's not going to lead to good choices. It's an opportunity to fumble and come home with junk that can and will derail you on these goals. So make sure your list is thorough to manage time in the store, number one, and to avoid those later last minute trips that will lead you down aisles of temptation. And if I can give you one great piece of advice, one best rule of thumb, if it doesn't make it into the cart, it can't sabotage you later right? You can't pick that up when you're emotional. You can't pick that up when you've had a long day. You can't pick that, you know, junk, that bag of chips up after you've got home and forgotten to eat all day if it's not there. So second to that, never, ever, ever go to the grocery store hungry. And if you can avoid going during that time of the month, when you're a lot more likely to be fighting your worst cravings most of the time, it's going to be something that's not super healthy for you. I don't know women who are PMSing who are like, gosh, I really need some more carrots and hummus, right? It's I need more chocolate. I need more chips. I want some bread. You know, you want those comforting things. So if you can try to plan your meal prep times or these grocery shopping segments outside of that window for you. Okay, we've got lots more to talk about here, but while we're on the topic of meals, I want to chat real quick about Backcountry Fuelbox. BFB has stepped up to sponsor the Her Inspired Journey podcast, and I'm really excited for this partnership. Backcountry Fuelbox is extremely affordable monthly subscription that sends out a box packed with a variety of brands, meals, snacks, jerky. I mean, you name it. This box is always loaded with new goodies and things. I would have maybe never come across without this box arriving at my door. 
For people who aren't likely to try new things like myself, this is a great way to test out new meals, new snacks, and to throw them in your pack and take them on your next adventure. BFB is already super inexpensive, but they have also offered you a 10% off code for being a part of the Her Inspired Journey podcast. Head over to backcountryfuelbox.com and use the code HERINSPIRED for 10% off discount at checkout. Here's another thing too. There is no time commitment. Try it once or keep it all year long. You decide. Again, head over to backcountryfuelbox.com and use the code HERINSPIRED to save 10% off at checkout. All right, let's move on to step number four. So now that you have what you need for the week, it's time to revisit your food plan. Um, We need to start prepping, but whether you're going to do, you know, all of it or just some of it, you know, you really need to think about what you're going to break into this week. So go back and visit your plan and see, you know, are you going to do four or five days? Are you preparing loaded salads? Are you pre-cooking your proteins? Make sure that you have, I would recommend four to five days of meals. If you want to do more, try making and freezing the other half so that you can have those portions down the road. Maybe you'll be traveling or unable to make the time to food prep in the future. So this can be your backup plan and can also be a really good go-to kind of reheat on nights where things run late, you have to work late, or maybe the kids have football, or maybe you know, you're traveling and you just got home from being out of town. So these are really nice because you can just grab them from out of the freezer pop it in the oven, reheat it, do it however it calls for, and then you've got a good home-cooked meal ready to go. Number five is such an important step for me. I'm very much an out-of-sight, out-of-mind person. So if there's things in the house that aren't on my, you know, I can have them or don't eat list, um, it maybe, for example, I'm following low-carb or a keto plan, and there's high-carb options in the house, which are my biggest downfall. I just keep my food separate. And then these blacklist foods in this other cupboard that I don't ever need to go into are out of my mind. I'm not thinking about them. I don't even consider them to be in the house because I don't have to get in that cupboard. Now, there's an exception here. If you're a mama or maybe a partner who are preparing other meals for, you know, your family members, your husband, your wife, your kids, whatever, it can be really hard to skip over these possible temptations because likely you're coming into contact with those. Even if they're not really like junk food items, if they're not on your food list and there's something that you really like or maybe one of your guilty pleasures or whatever, it's going to be really hard to pass those up. It's like being at the grocery store. Make sure you are not making meals for other people when you're ravenous or hungry or have been busy. Carve out the time to make sure that you are satisfied first. Otherwise, you can end up in a disaster zone in this area. So step number five is make a specific area in the fridge, cupboard, pantry, whatever for your food and a separate one for items that aren't for you. If you mix your prepped food into open spaces, think about carving, you know, getting a section of the fridge that's going to be only for these pre-prepped meals. Because how many times have you had leftovers or had food items that you intended to take for lunch and they kind of get pushed to the back of the fridge or the back of the shelf because there's a lot of other things in the way and then it just, it's out of mind. You don't think about it anymore. 
So personally, like I said, I have my own cupboard in the house. I try to keep my own space in the fridge, especially when I have those items that I want to not forget because they are going to make my day, my life, and my nutrition so much better. So out of sight, out of mind works really good to combat those kind of tempting treats or like I said, those things that might be guilty pleasures to you. Number six, give yourself one free meal a week, but make sure it's pre-planned. Just like I talked about in episode 38, forming new habits and becoming a morning person. If you wait until the last minute and start negotiating with yourself, for example, like you forgot to bring a lunch and you got to work, you don't have a plan for dinner after you get home from a long day, you will most likely fail. The chances of falling off here is super high, which doesn't mean that you won't be able to get back on track, but I guarantee it will cause you feelings of failure, which can and will get in your head and throw off the process of creating this healthy new relationship with food and forming this new habit. So if you're going to have a cheat, you know, some people call it a free meal. Some people call it a cheat meal. Some people do cheat days. I am not about that. I do not want you to be deprived of the things that you want. However, a lot of times unhealthy relationships with food have now incorporated things that just don't serve your body well. You need to bless your body with good food. You need to make sure that you're supporting your body systems. If you're asking a lot from your body, if you're busy, if you're on the go, if you're trying to work out, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to, you know, recover from depression or have anxiety, you need to be giving your body a balance of really good food that's going to help support you in that way. If you're on a mission to lose weight or you're working to avoid food triggers, choose one day a week pre-schedule it in, can also be on the weekend, to have a meal or snack or a a dessert, something outside of the pre-prepped food. However, again, this is a pre-planned meal, snack, dessert, whatever. Allow yourself time to enjoy that treat, that snack, that whatever, because if you don't, if you just do it, it's super quick, maybe you're on your phone or you're watching TV, you can't psychologically connect with that that treat, that thing that you're allowing yourself that you've probably thought a lot about during the week, or maybe you've skipped over having the glasses of wine and maybe you skipped over having bread at dinner. And so you're feeling a little bit like, gosh, I I feel like I'm getting less than I, what I want. If then you partake and then you have that cheat or that, whatever that item is, and you're distracted by your phone, or it's in a high stress situation, or you're watching a TV show You don't have the time to feel it, to taste it, to chew it up, to think about how it makes you feel, and you're going to be a lot more likely to fall off the wagon or to give in to temptation down the road. Now that you know how to start prepping your meals, it's time to make this action happen. Planning when it comes to nutrition can save you a lot of time during the week, and it can help you keep on track with your fitness or weight loss goals. But like I said, at the very beginning of this podcast, you have to make the time to follow through, you have to write it down, and you have to plan it out. So aim to make this weekly tradition, and if you can, get a partner. Chances are there's somebody else in your circle, maybe even your family or a coworker that could benefit from prepping their meals also. Maybe you have a bigger kitchen than they do, and you guys can get together. She can bring over her meals, or you can go to his house, or whatever the case is. Being an accountability buddy when it comes to this can be a very, very beneficial thing for you both. Get together on the weekend, have a prep party, whatever it takes, make it happen. 
But before we go, I want to give you one more hack to make this easier. Many of you already have this sitting around in your house. Utilize that crock pot. Knock off the dust, load it up with your favorite meal, set it and forget it. It's so cheesy, but it's so true. This is a great way to manage your time in the kitchen, to bulk batch your food, not to mention crock pot ideas are endless. They're all over the place. And in fact, stay tuned to my Facebook Uh, You can either find it under Courtney Levesque or the Her Inspired Journey podcast. And on my Instagram page, Her Outdoor Journey or Her Inspired Journey, because I'm going to begin to roll out some very easy and oh so yummy recipes in the next coming weeks. Something that you can look forward to because I'm going to be making your life a whole lot easier. Before we get off of here today, I want to remind you to get over to Women of WA, get connected, subscribe to that so I can show up in your inbox every week. No spammy crap. I promise you this is only good actionable insight for you to implement into your life and things like today, just an extension of the podcast and the recommendations and the advice. So this is another outlet for you to make sure that you're staying on track. I also want to ask a favor of you. Please take the time to leave a review for the show. Make sure you're subscribed. The best thing I can have you do is give me feedback on what you want more of, what you'd like more detail on, and what you think of the show as it is. That will help me share this and grow this and hit more people, get to connect with other women, and help enrich the lives of those who need it the most. Next on the Her Inspired Journey podcast, I get to sit down and chat with a true warrior chick. She is from the Alaska bush. Her name is Tana Grenda, and she and her husband live a true subsistence lifestyle. They've opened up their home to five foster kiddos and are always rolling out a truly epic adventure, including her most recent archery harvest an Alaska brown bear. This chick is hardcore, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. Well, ladies, that does it for this show for today. I hope that you found some inspiration, some good advice, and definitely some encouragement to take with you on the rest of your week. I'm already looking forward to coming back next week and giving you some more insight, some inspiration, and some tips on how to navigate your best life. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Your feedback is so important to me. I would love to know the questions that you have, any topics or ideas, and your feedback. You are so valuable to me, and I really appreciate you taking the time to leave the review and subscribe to the show. See you next week on Her Inspired Journey.